Oh my God, old man Clemens hates shit. Oh, here he comes. Who the hell is it? What do you want? Judas Priest Barber is one of those flaming bags again. Don't put it out with your boots, Tad. Don't tell me my business, devil woman. Call the fire department. Oh. This one's out of control. Again. He called the shit poop. <laughs> this is the best night of my life. <laughs> All right, welcome back, analysis listeners. Welcome back into the pod. Before we get started today, we've got a loaded baked potato of a show for you guys. We want to make sure you're already here, you're already listening. Don't be a douche. Click follow, click subscribe. Make sure you are uh, giving us a nice five-star rating when you do that, uh, whatever device you might be listening on. And you automatically enter yourself to uh, win a free nude photo of one of our panels today for uh, a special podcast that we're doing which is a brand new special segment called the Mount Rushmore of dot, dot, dot. This is something that we're launching that's new. It's going to be uh, Mount Rushmore's of specific topics uh, of discussion. And today we are going to be doing a Mount Rushmore of 90s comedies. And we have some familiar faces back with us today from Denver. We've got... Jordan Harris and Mike Hammond, say hi to the peeps. What's up? Hey, people. Hey, what's going on? And from Royal Oak, Michigan, we have Colin Shea. Hello, analysis listeners. Fresh off my cartoon. I'm excited to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing the Harry Potter scarf as we speak. And we're actually, a lot of times we're synced up over uh, conference calls and recording, but today we're all in, in person here. Uh, we're celebrating a friend of ours wedding and we decided to launch a new segment so yeah very simply mount rushmore as you guys have heard this conversation before who's the mount rushmore of nfl running backs it's barry sanders walter payton jim brown etc we're going to kind of yeah i of course <laughs> added the detroit lions running back as uh, as the george washington but um so today we are talking about something that's really near and dear to us and that is 90s comedy so i'm really excited to open up this conversation because when you're making these lists and we love to be quite honest we love to make lists on our show it's just how do you approach it what criteria do you use to make a favorite list I'll let you guys know, for me, when I'm thinking of something like a 90s comedies list, I first start with quotability. How often do I quote this thing in my life? Rewatchability is probably where I go second. Just how often am I willing to come back to it, rewatch it? How much do I enjoy it as I age throughout my life? And then finally, it's just the overall product. How good of a movie is it? So that's at least my approach, but I'm interested to get your guys' opinions on it. I'll just start by opening up to the floor. You guys are thinking about 90s comedies all week long. What were some observations you guys came across? I'd say the biggest thing for me is the sheer volume of amazing 90s comedies. There's a hundred. How do you make a list of four? <laughs> There's a hundred movies that you could really choose from and right. just and, 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 and please, while you guys 
are listening to this, go look up the list of movie, 90s comedies. It was really a special time where these movies were getting made regularly throughout the year. We really don't get that opportunity anymore. And especially now, it's a lot of like original ideas. All of them aren't great, but it's like refreshing to see all these comedies where it's like Kingpin, like bowling. Like there's like yeah. a bowling comedy. There's like all these things that happen and you, you like understand that they had to write like original movies. Everything's a reboot now, basically. You don't have the same, I don't yeah. think, kind of like comedy there was uh, some writing. Epic people working this yeah. at this point in time too. You, yeah. you know, you had the you had Jim Carrey in his prime. You had Adam Sandler in his prime. Like it was a it was a Mike Myers. It was a Mike murderer's Myers. Bill Murray. Bill really Murray. Great this great is like idiots. peak Bill Murray, yeah. right? Yeah. There's Chris Farley is very prominent at least through the. Early Even Schwarzenegger was going through his peak years this year. Okay. During, during these, I wonder if you're teasing some of your list. Uh, not, but you're no. right. There's a there's a there's just a lot of a lot of really talented and creative people. And it was also a time where there was a lot of what they call like brick and mortar type of comedies, where uh, it was people were really supporting it, supporting comedy. So studios were very much incentivized to invest big into a project like Austin Powers and have multiple locales and set pieces and expanded casts and kind of like a really big project that doesn't necessarily happen anymore. There's not a lot of like big studio comedy projects. It's more kind of indie and underground. But this time is like a golden era when it came to like going and like sitting in a collective and laughing as a group. That's an interesting point because you don't really do that now that it's like 12 bucks a ticket. You usually do it for a movie that's enhanced by going to the theater and a comedy is usually like the same at the theater or at home. So I wonder if that's why you don't see these giant like Austin Powers productions and you, you know. It's it's also a this is a topic the '90s comedy that's fully in our wheelhouse. Yes, as, <laughs> yes. very much so. Thirty somethings that grew up on these, and uh, to that point, I've kind of experienced these '90s movies. I split them up into two categories. For me, there's the '90s comedies that I grew up with as a teenager or as a middle school, uh, thinking that it was just the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh, you know, Jim Carrey talking out of his butt. I thought. That was the peak of comedy, and then he <laughs> crawled out of a rhino's ass, and I was like, "That's it. Nothing yeah. will ever be funnier this is it. than this." That's the funniest this thing I've ever seen. This in my guy life. can't yeah. miss. And that was when I was middle school, uh, high school age. But then, it's as I reflect back, there's also yeah. this great uh, list of movies, '90s comedies that I've enjoyed retrospectively that maybe I didn't enjoy so much at the time. So to me, there's the comedies that I lived with, and the comedies that I've come to appreciate. Uh, in that decade yeah and it's so because because i actually sorry to name drop but uh around second city horatio sands came to talk to uh, a group of comedy students and he was talking you're laughing right now but he was talking about people people asked him about a very common question that he gets asked but what was like about like greatest snl cast of all time and he's like to be quite honest he's like most people whatever was happening when they were 13 or 14 shaped and that's like as great as it's ever going to be because that's when you're really starting to formulate your taste so he's like a lot of people's like favorite bands and it gets no better was like the bands that were at their peak when they were like 15 years old and so he's like i was part of an snl cast that was like will ferrell and uh tina fey and like rachel dratch and uh you know so on he started like naming names chris Kattan and those guys and he was like for someone that was 13 at that time we're probably as great as it gets and they're probably not going to listen to anybody that talks about 
Dan the Dan Chris Aykroyd Farley, or uh, definitely not the Dan Aykroyds, yeah. but they're not going to talk about that. So he was like, and then right now, you know, someone that grew up with Bill Hader and and Tandy Kristen Wiig and Sandberg, he was like, that's probably as good as it gets. It's like, whatever was popular when you were 14 or 15 is probably as good as it gets. So these 90s movies are, for us, like as good as it fucking gets, right? That's the my real own, house, like Jordan says. My only argument... Not against that, but for the 90s actors is the fact that it just worked out that Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, Mike Myers... David Spade. David Spade, Spade, who they were all fresh at the time of the early 90s, too. So while those other uh, cast members of SNL, like a Bill Hader came out of a group of other people where maybe no one else really came out of there. And Will Ferrell came out, and I don't know how many other people came out of that class, Mm -hmm. but... That just seemed like uh, the all-star group in the 90s. Well, and it was also a time where comedy was just much more supported on a large-scale financial level. And so you just got a lot more opportunities to see a lot of It wasn't comedy. like they're spending $150 million on these movies, though. Uh, more than they're spending now on comedies. You have all these so. different platforms now on Netflix. You can do your comedy anywhere. That's true. That's true. But even just... Even guys like right now, it's like pretty much the big stars are like Seth Rogen and stuff. You only get like a taste of that. I'm talking about like month after month after month, there was like a big comedy coming out. You just don't get the same volume anymore, I guess is what I'm saying. Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber, I think, were the same year. Yeah. Just really? crazy. Those yeah. are the same year? I think so. 94? I mean, or, Jim Carrey. That's like McConaughey having Wolf of Wall Street and Dallas Buyers Yeah, in the same, same year, year you could go see Dumb and Dumber <laughs> and... Yeah, that's and, crazy. Except it's just Jim Carrey being a human fart machine. Mm. Right. Everyone loved it. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, I feel it's time for listy poos. You guys ready for some lists? Let's do it. Yeah, let's list. So uh, we'll start over here with Colin. <coughs> Colin, get us started. What are your four Mount Rushmore's of 90s comedies? You want all four? All four. All four. Just oh, list well, them okay. up for me. Give me the four, and then we'll kind of break them down as we get into it. Interesting. Well, I approached it similar to Jordan, where I looked at it in a way that I could I could look at it through the lens of like, now I look back and watch '90s movies and how I how much I enjoyed them, or I'm looking back at how much they how formative they were when I was watching them in the '90s or shortly thereafter. Okay. And I, I, went, I went with the latter. I went to, with the ones that I remember vividly watching at the time in the 90s and, and loving. Like the experience of watching Yes. Okay. It's not like, you know, I started watching them in high school or college and just happened to be a 90s movie that I liked. Yeah. I kind of I left those off my list. Um, so I'll start with maybe my, my left field choice. And it's one that I actually did rewatch the other day just because why not? It was the precursor for White Goodman, Heavyweights. Heavyweights. Heavyweights is an absolute goldmine. Yeah. That movie is so Come funny. Here, oh look, a deli meat. Oh, deli yeah. meat. Attention, campers. Lunch has been canceled due to Dude, lack of hustle. <laughs> Deal with it. He is. You're a loser. You're he, a loser, Tony, with a skinny wiener. Skinny wiener. <laughs> he is. They have. Two fantastic villains. A lot of movies, one in particular I'm going to talk about in a second, has a great villain. This one has two great villains. Tony Perkis is fantastic, but Lars is equally Bobby hysterical. System. I have a severely deviated septum. I make a very alarming sound when I sleep. <laughs> Don't be alarmed. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't like me Again, yet. Totally quotable. 
a yeah. very quotable so, movie. So That's where I always start first with. So how often have saying. I quoted this movie? Right. We say this one all the time. Joshua Birdbomb. Right. Step up on the scale, scale here, buddy. Get, get, get off the scale. scale. Turn off the cameras. <laughs> yeah, and the fact they're filming it, like oh, that documentary yeah. style, is so funny. You're mm-hmm. like, watch. Ben Stiller is so funny and just his little his little quips that he adds that I almost guarantee you're not in in the script at all like come here you devil, devil log I'm dogging it Pat I'm dogging I'm it, dogging it. Like, I'm dogging just, it everything he says in that movie is gold there's um, also just a great movie we're talking about 90s comedies there's a shit ton of kids in there the kid actors are fantastic they're, they're really funny you got two Mighty Ducks you got Keenan Thompson and then you got the guy who plays Gold. I always call yeah, I don't know his name him. but I always call him Goldberg yeah. Goldberg <laughs> Mighty Ducks he plays Josh they're both the whole cast is of kids crush it in that movie. They're hilarious. Pat, like the counselors interacting with the kids is just like really good. I'm, I'm somebody who worked at a camp forever, so it kind of just like touches home for me. It's just, it's really wholesome, good storytelling. It's also Judd Apatow just he starting really, out. I it's think. his first yeah. one. Yeah. Paul really? Feig. Paul yeah. Feig's in it. Paul Feig's in it. Yeah. It's Judd Apatow's first writing for a, wow. like a feature length movie. And now we see, you know, nowadays with the Seth Rogen movies that he does all the time, like he's really coming to his own. But this was early Judd Apatow. Tight writing, great acting, great kids, super quotable. Ben Stiller at his best, which he, was clearly the precursor for White Goodman. Like it's essentially Tony Perkis 2.0 in Dodgeball. Yeah, Ben Stiller did really crush it in the '90s in general. And I was just reflecting back. He's also in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, uh, one of the yeah. best cameos. Yeah, yeah. That's a tremendous cameos. looking trophy, Mr. Mr. Gilmore. Gilmore. <laughs> he, I don't know. I was Are trying to remember because I have this like anti. Ben Stiller stance now and I don't know what he did to piss me off I can't even remember at this point I just know that he did something to annoy me but when I went back and looked at those 90 movies I was like man that was actually really funny. Yeah. Doesn't that happen to every major like comedic actor though? They yeah. have this meteoric rise, and then they almost all plateau. You get and then about plummet. five years. Yeah, you have a window, and then right. it never lasts. You do something yeah. like you, you either tired. have to make you're a, tired of the. You either, you're Adam Sandler, and you do Little Nicky, yeah. and you ruin all know, the hard like, work that you. put You either in like work. overstay your welcome, or you make a transition into serious movies like Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. There's never like a even Bill Hader didn't even really get his five years. He just went straight into kind of like more serious stuff. But anyway, yeah, yeah, you get like you you hide you have to like make a kind of bill murray-esque transition into more serious roles mm-hmm. or you just fucking people just get really sick of you yeah i've always had this i've always had this hot take that was if chris farley would have if if adam sandler would have died the same time that chris farley did people would be saying that adam sandler was this genius and not chris farley because chris farley could already start to see him he was doing like almost he heroes. Like and teetering yeah. like, he was doing yeah. Beverly Hills. Like you could already yeah. start to see the yeah. chinks in the armor, and it was like, but he died, and he became this kind of this Mythical legend. Figure, yeah. if, right. if if Adam Sandler dies after Big Daddy, say he's got a drug problem and he dies, we look at it and we're like, holy shit, Billy Madison, the murderer's right, Adam, Adam, uh, the wedding Happy singer, wedding singer, Big Daddy, Big Daddy. Yeah. like this guy's a fucking genius, right? And now you it's know, a nightmare. He's but he overstayed terrible. his fucking yeah. welcome, and now he he's like a joke. The frustrating thing is, like, the, 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 he actually the made that transition part. into being a serious actor for a bit, and you were like, man, he's really talented, and then he just went. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now him and his buddies just make movies and yeah. do whatever they want. So, they already had the early one too, by the way. The cameraman in Heavyweights is the guy, the main guy from Grandma's Boy, but he's also the yeah. caddy in Heavy Gilmore. He's like every movie yeah, with Ben Stiller. Yeah, he's also yeah. in that movie too. So like those two in Apatow like knew each other. They like gave on. him Grandma's Boy as so yeah. like, hey, just have a movie. Made by the way, over. Sean Weiss is the name of the kid who played uh, Josh. Josh. So, he's fantastic. Anyway. Fantastic well, child actor who amounted to nothing apparently. Yeah. 
Well, he's actually having a really hard time uh, with drugs and alcohol. Well, but, now I feel terrible. Yeah, it's okay. What was your second movie? Still All right. So I think my sec, I think my last two are going to be a little bit more run of the mill, if I'm being honest with myself. But this next one, like I said, I approached it in the the formative kind of thing. Like American Pie, okay. for me was such a, an experience that resonated. Like. It was the super bad before can, super bad. Like that's because you could relate to not getting laid ever. Yeah, exactly. Like I had to work off. so so hard for it. <laughs> jerk um, off. Lots of jerk offs. I was big on the uh, the internet videoing uh, yeah. that kind of you know so. Um, but no, with that, by the way, like the whole <laughs> Nadia showing her showing her tits, like that was, it was like Titanic had their thing, but that was the first movie everybody got excited for. Like, as a young adolescent, you're like, oh my god, you can, like, you can see some nudity in this movie. Like, we have to go see it. Uh, Because a lot of the previous comedies were definitely, like, PG-13 comedies, I think. Yeah. Uh, Like, the Tommy Boys and the Happy Gilmores and the Billy Mm -hmm. Madisons. And American Pie was definitely R-rated. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And it was kind of viral. Well, he he, he fucks a pie in the movie, so it's kind of... I remember being at Soft Art Softball, baseball, and, like, people talking, like, oh, my brother took me to see American Pie. It was awesome. (laughs) It's like this whole thing. Yeah, you're right. It was like an experience. People were just kind of trying to see yeah. it. At least at our age, we're in our 30s. But yeah, just trying to get in to see the movie. And it had everything. Like you said, it is quotable, but it was also relatable. Like that and American Pie too. Like just the idea of like growing up, friends going separate ways, having to deal with that. Like it's just super relatable. But it was also hilarious. You get the Stifler character, which is a legendary comedy. But really, comedy that's where yeah, the comedy Jason was more. Biggs, the comedy yeah. was more in the scenarios and not the performances outside of Stifler. Like Stifler was this this kind of. I mean, you still, had, you still had shit break, which which by the way was like my spirit animal because I never once took a shit in high school at the high school. So shit break was like my guy. That was that was my. <laughs> that's thing. who you related to. That's why I related to. Okay. But then he also got stuff like mom in the end. Like the there was like that. And, and yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like, okay. That that was I don't know. That there were a lot of characters that just like I mean they were kind of like cardboard cutouts of like stereotypical characters, but they all like you could relate them to like a friend group of yours. Like oh like dude that guy was so and so is totally Jason Biggs. He's such like a nerd trying so hard to get laid. You know but like the the, the character types were yeah. someone you could always recognize. And and like, also, it was a it was a set in Michigan, so it was like a lake. It was like a mm-hmm. lake. we're all from Michigan, the four That's of true. us. Yep. So it was kind yep. of this like lakefront city. This fictional lakefront city but that kind of also had a nice little appeal to it yeah their after prom party was up at the lake house yeah it's like a lake house. yeah like on lake michigan too yeah i think it was yeah i don't know i just for me that one that one's not like i don't find myself quoting american pie and i have no desire to go back and watch it ever again basically yeah that's how i feel about it it also just hasn't aged well but that that's not to say but yeah in the moment like that was that was definitely a comedy that we talked about a bunch but i just haven't found myself ever thinking or revisiting or quoting it ever again quotability is i I think when i made my list i was like the number one marker that i went off of yeah i mean there's there's a lot of 90s movies that that fulfill that for sure but yeah this one was more of like the emotional like we watched it a hundred times as a group like whenever we got together for parties american pie was always on in the background because it was like it was just relatable like super bad you're trying to seek out alcohol american pie they're just trying to get laid like that's what they were all trying to do that's what we were all doing we were Mm -hmm. that's actually 15 16 17 18 interesting because you are a year younger than the rest of us so uh even though we were all friends we kind of had a different group as we were younger growing up maybe around this time and i don't we didn't do that i don't think like i don't remember watching american pie that much 
Hmm. No, and there were sequels too. Yeah, but really American Pie the original is at the very end of the '90s, so like it barely sneaks into it's 1999, so like barely like catches into. And that to 90s your point, comedy. in 1999, I was about 13. It was right now, and that's right, right in that sweet spot we were talking about. Wheelhouse that you're saying, so the Horatio Sands sweet reason, spot yeah. we were talking about. Cool. Um, what so were the yeah, other American uh, Pie? And then what were the last two? We talked about it. The best movie villain of all time. Mr. Gilmore accomplished that feat no more than an hour ago. <laughs> Happy Gilmore is the most quotable. Still to this day, every time I golf, something is said. Something is said. Like, what? Yes. Someone takes you the can't long, go golfing. long drive, yeah. or someone says, somebody's closer. Like, something is said right. every time you Just golf. Tap, to this day. Give it a little tappy. Yeah. Tap, tap, we're 30-year-old 30, 30 men. You too good for your home? Gilmore. Yeah. You eat pieces of shit for, for breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> My babe. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Oh, what a great line. <laughs> oh, man. That did that movie. Just doing the bull dance. I can, yeah, the I can watch it. Working it. Working it. Uh, Little Kevin Nealon. I even think about like when he's when he's assaulting his girlfriend verbally over the intercom. It's like yeah, your fucking yeah. finger paintings look like shit. He keeps, <laughs> he keeps running. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm back. And then that like Asian, the old lady comes up. He's like, "Don't worry, until the light closes." I think, so, I think yeah. what I still use to the day, to stay the most is he shouldn't have been standing there. Yeah, when he drills it with the when he's working on the. How am I supposed to chip with oh, that yeah. going on, Doug? You got that fucking line. Just anything Chubbs related. I saw Plant two fat naked biker chicks in the woods off Seventeen having sex. How am I supposed to chip with that going on, huh, Doug? Yeah, what? jackass. Well, Even that like random character that, guy, that you oh, jackass. Yeah. That guy will forever be known as the jackass yeah. guy. Well, I think that's that's peak Sandler, right? That's when Sandler yeah. is just all of his voices and weird characters and everything comes together in this amazing sports it's character peak for golf. Sandler, but it's Shooter incredible. McGavin makes that movie. Oh, for how sure. about I burn the house down and piss on the ashes? Like he is the uh, best movie villain. That's best. a great point. You yes. you sent a text message out to the group a couple weeks ago and you were like, we were talking about who the best comedy movie villains are. Shooter McGavin is the guy. I said Biff from. I, Biff is, not, is the best. Yeah. Shooter McGavin is such yeah, a legend. Not uh, he's he's very good. Even the the, the the parts of those movies, there's just like little parts that aren't even quotable that are just hilarious. So when he's first introducing himself and he's talking about all the jobs he had, and it's like I was a gas station attendant, and he like oh, he yeah. finds the camera, puts the puts the nozzle between his legs, and pretends like he's jerking off. Yeah. And then he's like, I was a parking attendant. And he like finds the uh, camera the cone, and finds the cone. Like, or I was a I was a security guard. He's just like a guy sleeping next to him and he pretends his baton is his dick. I hold, like I hold, six different bits where he's just pretending to jerk. But it's so still, funny every time yeah, he does yeah. it. I still hold two uh, league records. Most time spent in the penalty box, and they only gotta take my skate off and try to stab somebody. Oh god. Like so the movie's got like because that's on that's on my list as well, and and I, I I as much as we just fucking make fun of Sandler, you gotta really appreciate this run of '90s movies, and I fucking hate Adam Sandler movies, basically from 2002 to now, so it's like 17 years. <laughs> but like you get like holy shit, dude, these movies are so fucking. That's why I said if he would have if he would have just stopped making movies or died early, he'd be a legend. And this movie is, I think, a. a culmination of all of his talents to Mike's point in one movie you've got the weird voices which somehow plays 
Uh, he's you know he he has some honest moments. Like I think the moments with his grandma are pretty sweet. I just it's it's a really and the great love interest. Movie. The love yeah. is a real thing. Like yeah, it, it's good. It's well written. Um, Which is actually kind of the genesis I think for his later movies with Drew Barrymore, where they kind of. Yeah, hone oh, in on that a little more. Because yeah. yeah. because people found right, that it yeah. kind of worked in Happy Gilmore, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, this guy can maybe be something yeah. a little bit more." I mean, like they really actually probably his his most perfect movie is Wedding Singer because it's like also the music element. Like yeah. that's probably his most perfect movie, but I think this one is his funniest movie. So that's why I would kind of that's why out of all maybe, these movies, the quote that I probably use the most is from The Wedding Singer, which is maybe you should have brought that yesterday <laughs> i use that probably three times a week <laughs> it's so relevant constantly right so you like, had, why, why are you tell me that so to get this back on the rails yeah. uh you had heavyweights american, american pie, pie happy gilmore happy gilmore i do just want to say happy gilmore is the example of what makes a great comedy is the supporting actors yes is what makes a comedy great and you have Very ben stiller point. you have shooter mcgavin you have the jackass guy like they all add into that movie being extra funny even like, Kevin can, James is one of the, the movers that not Kevin James like, Will um, Sasso Will right? Sasso yeah, yeah Sasso, sorry like, like the, a good the ensemble cast in, in comedy is huge and Happy Gilmore you guys knocks all, it out of the park do you all prefer Happy Gilmore over Billy Madison actually we'll have that well, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know let's, get, let's continue let's bring that on in right, let's bring it home to me I feel like it's the holy grail I hope the majority of you maybe have this in your number one or your number two It's it's gotta be Dumb and Dumber Okay. Yeah. That well, movie, Dumb and Dumber is. By the way, shout I, out to. Untouchable. It's an untouchable. It's untouchable. I still. I, I told Jordan I watched it the other night. Shauna had already fallen asleep. I'm. I'm shocked I didn't wake her up. I was laughing my ass off the Dude, whole so the funny. whole time. It is still hysterical to this day. And and it's it's so quotable. Oh yeah. Quotability. It's, yeah. It's it's a movie that you like. You rewatch it like you said, and it's. It's embarrassing how much you laugh about it because you're like, these are silly, dumb jokes. Yeah. These two like buddy comedies like going across the country, but then when you watch it, it's like you're so engaged. It's hilarious. I I use you. I use Dumb and Dumber as the example, and and again, Jordan and I were just talking about this. Like, there's a difference where if you watch the movie when you're in the '90s and you think it's funny, but then if you were to watch it now as an early '30s for the first time, you probably if you watch Billy Madison now for the first time, you probably think it's kind of dumb. But if you watch Dumb and Dumber for the first time now, it's still hysterical. It's just a generally... It's very... It's just so good. seconds, it's funny. It's just, it's just objectively funny. It was like it an eight-minute diarrhea scene. I remember thinking... But it's so well... It's so like, it's like so overacting diarrhea. It's like so gross. When I was Jeff a Daniels, kid, CMU, CMU, CMU I, I just thought that Jeff Daniels shitting his guts out was the funniest thing I ever saw. And then when I went back and like watched it recently... I still laughed. I was like, that's when so he funny. opens, he so opens funny, right? the window. Yeah. He's got the towel. Just he's no, trying, no, no, I was just, I was just shaving. I was shaving. Yeah, I'm fixing my teeth. <laughs> he's so got funny. like moccasins on. He's got like some sort of weird they, Denver moccasin. And then there's like, there's like Lloyd in the background, like laughing. It's like yeah. a slow fade in. But he, yeah, like, <laughs> he's like laughing. His tongue just going like <laughs> so diabolical. It's so funny. Oh man, PD and the head's falling off. Uh, yeah. I, you know, oh, the, speaking God. of the most quoted line I've ever had in any movie, well, see you later. Oh, the big goals, guys. Big goals, No, come on, the most famous one. Dude, I see. Well, see you later. Anytime a conversation stalls. And I was just like nothing else to say. I whelp see you later out of it, which happens all the time for me. How many times have you sent the gif? Just when I think you can't be any dumber. <laughs> You go and do something like this. 
and totally redeem yourself. Like that is, uh, is such a such a great moment. Even the ending when all the models show yeah. up. You'll have exactly. to excuse my friend. He he's a little slow. The town is back that way. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that movie just, like, one last payoff. As if you haven't had a fucking enough. Like, they put, like, one last yeah. bit in there for the credit scene. So stupid. The opening so is just him him driving the, 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 the shagging wagon. Yeah. Or the, the 1980. Foot no, uh, Who's dog. got the yeah. foot yeah. pisses me off is that I spent all my money turning my van into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's even great lines, like, when they both get fired and they're like, well, I can't believe we found a job anywhere in the city. Yeah. Not unless you want to work 40 hours a week. <laughs> Those yes. are such good lines. Rewatching, you know what made me laugh the hardest, though, was when they were in the hot tub together at that cheap ass hotel. Felcher. Yeah. Oh, you're lucky you're not stacked, otherwise I'd be banging you right now. <laughs> Split you like an old piece of firewood. You'd probably like it too, you big homo. <laughs> that just killed me. Like, I don't know if I appreciated that as much when I was now. a kid. We're laughing now. It's just so funny. Uh. Like, All right. Oh, wait, can I put a, uh, uh, a random take on Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. Great. Directed by the Farley Brothers, right? Oscar-winning directors, Farley Brothers. Yeah. And no. it's basically Rumba. the Rumba, same great. movie. It's a buddy comedy. That's really funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a very it's a, serious version. It's of, a buddy comedy fucking, with no bowl cuts. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody gets punched in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, there's no, like, uh, circular saw uh, shaving of someone's toenails. Yeah. People still wear those, any farts those, two, those two suits for <laughs> yeah, Halloween. It's, it's those definitely are still a costume. Still. Yeah, nice they were just making, they were just making fun of the Kardashians for each one of them wearing a, so they one wore a blue and one wore an orange dress to the Metropolitan fucking mm-hmm. gala and like people were like side by siding her with Lloyd and <laughs> Lloyd Christmas and Harry Dunn. Great name. So anyway, uh, thank you, Colin, for your list. Mike, what were your uh, what were your four? Okay, so take a step back. I think Colin did a good job explaining how he feels about comedies and why they're funny. I think a big part of a comedy being funny, the general structure of the movie, the plot, has to be interesting in some way and like entertaining. So like, oh, like a hockey player who plays golf, who doesn't care about actually like any sport, just wants to make money for He actually keeps calling himself a hockey player right. throughout and most of the movie. And everyone wants golf yeah. to be more exciting and that's what he does. Which exactly. Is like, yeah. <laughs> so like the general concept's funny and I know that's a very like obvious thing to say, but I feel like a lot of comedies now are like... Oh, there's like a random person with a random person. And this is funny. And it's like, it's, it's really not like mm. a funny story. So I think the funniest story structure wise is an adult male going back and redoing every grade to prove <laughs> to, his, to his dad that he should own a million dollar company. That's hilarious. And Billy Madison is one of my favorite comedies of all time. It never gets old. And You're talking about supporting characters. Eric, so good. Okay, hold on. That Veronica The greatest cameo <laughs> of all time. Piece of ace. This is Pete Farley. The Wait, best yes. Farley you're going to get. No yelling on the can bus. Can we say it for real? Is Chris Farley's cameo better or is Ben Stiller's better? Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. What's, it's Chris what's, Farley. It's Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Okay. They're, right, it's right. pretty close, Dude, though. Right. Chris Farley's an overweight loser bus driver. <laughs> can I break this down? So that scene, <laughs> that scene, he goes, that Veronica Vaughn is... <laughs> Is one so piece of ace. Lines. I know from experience. No, you don't. Billy calls him. No, I don't. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. But a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, 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 y
No, they didn't. No, 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 they didn't. But you could imagine what it'd be like if they did. So at the end of that exchange, he's asking Billy to imagine what it'd be like if his friend got had lied about it. And lied about it. Yeah. And, yeah. and then he goes, and he goes, everyone in the bus, good, grand, great. And he freaks out. Like, like that character uh, in such a small dose is so funny. Who would eat 30 bag right lunches? And then it's like, <laughs> like, like, like Yeah. If you think that moment where he, uh, where he gets hit in the back of the head with a sandwich by one of the oh, kids, and he turns it. beat red, but he can't swear, so he's just like, supporting characters with Norm McDonald's character is so great. Yeah, yeah. Play, but, play, play Marco Polo? It's a great oh, game. Marco Polo! <laughs> that was a great game, Billy. Well, isn't that on the same field trip that the kid pees his pants? Yeah, yeah uh, peeing your pants is the coolest. Yeah. Yeah. Miles Davis. If peeing your pants is cool, call me Miles Davis. Oh, it's so funny. It's incredible. And and then, like, the way he, he goes to the grades, he's, like, best friends with, like, these like, second grade, <laughs> third grade kids. It's so funny. Like, that idea is so good. Today, Julia. Oh, even when she asks him to open up to page 69, and he goes, 69. Is it a class of like yeah. third grade? With, with a bunch of kids, like yeah. young kids. He's like similar to heavyweights, where like he interacts with the kids so well. He's like, I think Mortal Kombat is the best video game ever made. And some kid just goes, Actually, I think it's Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong sucks. You suck. <laughs> and he's like instant like zero yeah. to right, 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 right. He like somehow holds on to his like adulthood, but he's like with little kids. Yeah. Oh, like, it's, it's such that. a great. Oh, when Ernie, Ernie, so when so Ernie, when Ernie called a spell, are you going to the mall? Oh, How many yeah. times have you said that? Yeah. Who's when Ernie, when Ernie calls the teacher, you blew it. You blew it. Yeah. And there's, I don't know, and there's like all the Norm McDonald stuff. So that's that's like uh, that's so, a movie that I'll watch repeatedly, and it's always funny and it's incredible. Because you find like little gems. Like there's a moment in that movie where they're all eating burgers. It's at the top of the movie, and um, uh, Billy or someone asks Billy, they're like, Billy, who would you rather have sex with, Jack Nicholson or Meg Ryan? Oh, and Billy goes. Jack Nicholson now or Jack Nicholson 1979? And they go, 79. And he thinks about it. And he goes, Mag Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was close. He was right there. Yeah. Incredible. It's like, it's it like Jack Nicholson right. now. Like, no, no. if you like, think about the logic of it, it's like, Jack Nicholson now would have been the turning point? Like, he wants to make sure he has all the options on the table for this decision. And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Right. And then he like, goes Mag Ryan anyway. I mean, it's again, like, what? There's all those weird bits, and it's so great. We haven't like, even mentioned he called the shit. Yes, I was just That's the one I probably quote the most. He, he called, called the, the police. Don't put it out with your boots, Ted. Don't tell me what my business devil was. Devil woman. Again, incredible. Uh, so that's that oh, is my dude, favorite he 90s the comedy. He he the it's, great. It's, it's genius. Yeah. And they laugh in the hill. They're like rolling yeah. around. In the yeah. So Billy Madison oh, was my number one. I'm actually like surprised I got this far without saying it. So that's number one. Um, number two for me, which I think it took me a little bit to think about. I think Liar Liar okay. is... Yeah. Yes. Like Jim Carrey's best 90s comedy. I think Ace Ventura is incredible. Oh, but the way... Uh-oh. I the, feel a debate. So again, back to the idea of like... The idea of a liar or of a lawyer that can't lie is... is again, that, that idea is really funny. And he's so animated. And the entire... Like, the entire thesis of that movie, especially with him like going back and forth with... Uh, what's, what's the dad? What's the claw guy? 
Oh, Carrie Owens. Carrie Owens. It's from uh, Princess Bride. It's the right oh, so, you, so you root for, you, like, you have a huge rooting interest in Jim Carrey's character in that movie. And so it's actually like engaging. Like You care about like the outcome. And, yeah. and the way he doesn't lie, the bathroom scene, how over the top he is with everything, and I, I think the it's mix really between, great. The mix between the dramatic element yeah. and also the physical comedy, it's it's we were talking about the culmination of the of the talents. It's everything he does well, and they basically just built a movie around his skill set. It was it's really right. like that that is it probably his best performance outside of something that's like Eternal Sunshine. Well you uh, can Jordan, see the maturation of him through the early 90s where it was Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber and then maybe some realization that he could do a little bit more and I think that was Liar Liar where they gave him a little bit more depth you just said it was his best 90s comedy I think it is it's better than Dumb and Dumber it's it's close I think it is Liar Liar is really funny he's showcased in it so much he's more of a he's more of a central role in that than he is in Dumb and Dumber it's probably a better whole movie it's not think quotable it's though. There's not a lot what? of in her bra. I, in, in her bra, her bra I, I mean, all the time. Or come great on. gift, Dad. Good, good, good. Thanks, Thanks, son. son. <laughs> the, the, the line I remember the most is, "I want to, I want to box him like Sugar Ray Leonard." And, and I think that's an outtake. It's not even in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Over actor. <laughs> yeah. The run to me. Yeah, the outtakes are actually pretty, a little more memorable than some of the some of the scenes, but. Um, but he's on him, screen more. I him, feel like yeah. he is more. He is more screen. Him like kicking his ass in the bathroom is oh, one of the comedic, yeah. comedic royalty. That that scene. I hold myself in contempt. He's like yeah. freaking out. The pen is blue. The goddamn pen is blue. I've had that's better. That's the. I think. So what's what's a better bit between you guys? The the pen is blue. Like struggle with his hand or the kicking his ass in the the kicking bathroom. his ass is when he's slamming the toilet seat onto his own face and just it's. It's physical comedy yeah, at its best, I think. It really it's, is. No yeah. one does that anymore, really. And then they come back in, and he can actually tell truthfully who kicked his ass, so he just basically gives him a self-description. <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah. six foot two, kind of gangly. Kind of gangly, big teeth. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a cute movie. It's definitely it's definitely like a family. It was, God, such amazing marketing and writing, because it was like, the Jim Carrey fans can, can come and enjoy that. Like, you can bring your kid. It, like, had everything you want in terms of... It's, like, really... It did showcase his talents in weird ways. When he gets pulled over by the cop and he lists off all the offenses of him, like, that's really really difficult to do. He lists off like 20 things, which is, I mean, he was, he's just an amazing actor and that was, it's a small, it's a small comedic thing, but it's hilarious. The motor mouth piece that he does is pretty impressive. Another guy who went from straight comedy, transitioned and showed us that he could do more serious roles and then said, and then just went nuts. And And now he's doing Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Woof. Um, okay, so uh, we got Liar Liar. Uh, well, Billy Madison. Billy Madison and Liar Liar. Um, I think the most quotable movie of the '90s, I would say, comedy wise, is The Big Lebowski. Yeah, and that okay. was one I think we're all gonna yeah. get out. Thirty-seven minutes in, and we right. just got The Big Lebowski. Um, that was the one that I, I referred to as like not one that we grew up with, but one that we kind of looked when back we were on. Older, it just that's like exactly. What did I you even later. know that it was a '90s movie before no. you looked at the list? I didn't of start 90s watching movies. that till high school. Ninety-eight, right? Ninety-nine. It was definitely in college. We were we went yeah. to college two thousand um, right. or t- excuse me two thousand four two thousand five. If you look, right. it's not I, a movie we you. saw. In I the think theaters. it's the funniest no. movie ever made. Nobody did. I agree. But we didn't watch it 
when we were young. At least I didn't. I didn't no. watch it when I was young. I found that later in life. I'm a later in life Lebowskiist. I didn't see it in the 90s. Most quotable yeah. movie. It is. The first it's, most quotable. It's the funniest movie ever made. I think one of the most quotable three or four movies of all time. Like yeah. one of the, I mean. Nothing is fucked here. Yeah, nothing, nothing is fucked. And just, and just the, the entire like, Every time you Shut watch that movie, God. you can like get another like little nugget that you yeah. think is funny. It's, it's, like, the, it's like the office in that way where I can rewatch For the sure. office eight times and be like, God damn it, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. I never really picked up on that before. Lebowski's the same way, where no matter how many times I watch it, there's always something that I'm like, That's so fucking funny that I didn't really pick up on the first hundred times. I think right. it says a lot the first time my brother turned me on to it. He pushed it really hard and the first time I watched it, I actually hated it. I was like, This movie sucks. And then I gave it another and chance, and high. I watched more. Yeah, watch it again. <laughs> but like, well, to what you're saying, every time you watch it, it gets funnier and funnier, and Walter says something that you didn't hear the first time, and it's now hilarious. I didn't buy it a beer. I didn't rent it shoes. It's not taking your fucking, fucking turn, turn, dude. The fucking dog has fucking papers. Over the line. Over the line! <laughs> Over the line! Smokey, this Smokey, is not now. This is bowling. There are rules. <laughs> there are rules. Okay, incredible. When he's on the phone with him... Yeah, I'll be at the fucking game. When he's like, you're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. You're just an asshole. I mean, yeah, I'll be, at, I'll be at practice. And then <laughs> like, just little things where, like, they, We're completely leaving out, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman. And yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's like an afterthought in that. Oh. Well, but again, but again supporting, 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 supporting characters. Walter the, the Nihilist, Walter, Walter Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's, he's on screen for probably 30 minutes, that whole movie, and he is beyond the best character when he's on screen. Well, how about the most so underrated moment, Jackie Treehorn, when he leaves and then <laughs> yeah. he thinks he's being so sleuthy and scribbles and it's just a dude with a boner. <laughs> Jackie Treehorn <laughs> treats <laughs> objects <laughs> like, like women, women, man. man. <laughs> okay. Damn, Bill Lebowski. Even that cop is hilarious. Like, every person in that movie who comes dude. on screen is funny. Even his yeah. landlord. The landlord with the fucking oh, yeah, dance. He's like weird. He's I was like hoping you could come weird. to my show and, you know, give me notes. You Jesus? Know, like, the fucking Jesus one? Oh, did you You're forgetting about the Jesus. The pederast? Yeah, yeah. the fuck. Two berries yeah. and fucking pederast. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would argue so. that that movie is perfect. It yeah. is. It's incredible. It is. Every character is funny. The story is like, I feel like they've reused it a little bit, and we've talked about this in the past, like, Guy fish out of water in a situation. He's like a bag of money. Yeah, but yeah, every so, character they crafted for this movie is yeah. spot on. I will so, say I probably watched that movie I don't know how many times before I stopped to think like what's the actual plot, and then we would try to tell each other that. I remember having this conversation and man. being like. <laughs> shit and trying to break down the plot and it's like kind of confusing and you're actually not really sure what's going on it almost doesn't even matter because the movie's funny yeah. but the best part about that is in the first five minutes the dude knows the plot of the movie he tells you she probably just fucking kidnapped herself yeah right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then he's Walter, convinced the entire Walter, time Walter, Walter, Walter says it yeah. or Walter yeah. says it yeah, yeah. yeah. the Chinaman is not the issue here it's not the preferred nomenclature it's not the preferred nomenclature I think it's an easy one that yeah. that is one of the most quotable movies of all time so yeah that god it's um, God, so the my, the hardest I laughed the first time I saw that movie was. Do you see what happens, Larry? Do you, you see, see what, what happens, happens when, when you fuck, fuck a stranger? <laughs> yeah. Okay, when you watch and then it, that guy TV comes though. on. It's not even it's, it's not even Larry's car. It's Destroy. like a different. That's Dude, my it's fucking it's car. It's I'm gonna destroy your fucking car. So yeah. he starts like smashing in the dude's car, like oh, not even his fucking car. And for all of us, you wrote the bulk of the series. Brandon, man, Brandon, you the bulk of the series. But its other claim to fame is if you watch it on TV, that epic scene. It's the dub is. You see what happens, Larry? 
You see what happens there when you find, find a stranger, stranger in the, in the Alps? Alps? <laughs> like, what? That's so good. It makes no sense. Uh, worth dubbing it. It, like, adds to the comedy. <laughs> oh, that was fun. All right, so are you on a list, or do you have I think I have left? one more, right? All right, give me one more three, list. Yeah. So, my, uh, the last one is just, because I'm in sales, I think Tommy Boy. Yes. Yeah. Is a very very like wingy. Just just the uh, the idea of two guys road tripping and Wait, one's a moron yeah. and one is to look after him. We have a lot of road trip conversations today already. They should make more road trip movies, but they should. But but again, that is I think that's Farley, not necessarily his peak, but that's that's what he's it's the best. best. At. No, that's the dumb best. idiot, but he's also really good at this one thing and we'll figure it out down the road. And that Lovable Spade idiot. Spade and Farley are so good. Yeah. Their oh, dynamic is one of the oh one of the best. It's the best part of it. Yeah. It was the best thing. Chris that Farley was the best thing that ever happened to David Spade. Go. True. Because no, but Spade objectively is funny in that movie. Go. Like he your, is. Your brain is a thick candy shell. Like he has really good lines in that movie. But did David Second Spade most quotable exist movie for me after yeah. Chris Farley died? Uh, no. Uh, His stand up is a thick candy shell. I think you'd be alright here. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Your brain's got a thick candy shell. I catch a niner in there? Yeah. Calling from a walkie talkie? <laughs> to me, Tommy Boy is the most quotable. Oh, God. The She's bit. pretty hot. I bet she dates one of the Yankees. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a jerk off joke until yeah, we I was like, we I was like 20 something before <laughs> I realized it. Watch Sanctrovision? Which is your favorite little rascal? Is it Alfalfa? Or is it. Thank you. Then, <laughs> then he ends with, then he ends with, sinner. Sinner. Right, <laughs> a sinner. Because yeah. I'm a sinner right before the lights go out. I, know, I was just checking the in, the specs on the inline girder. rotary girder and I'm retarded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like doing just karate yeah. like in between the brake pads. It's incredible. And and, and there's actually some really good sure. sales messages in there too. Like yes. I play it for yeah. my sales students. Let me tell you why I suck <laughs> as a salesman. <laughs> yeah. But there's a message in there that's Woo-hoo! like you got yeah, you got authenticity. Yeah. Tommy likes wingy, but they said like you got the wings because you were confident. And he was like, "What do you mean? I wasn't selling anything. I was just having fun." And it's like that's the point. Like people are buying you; they're not buying brake pads. So like when you're a fucking nervous mess, like no one wants to work with that guy. Yeah. But like they'll work with a confident, fun guy. Yeah. So be fun. Uh, it's, it's just like that. Got the the fucking you forget about like the deer scene and the deer ripping apart that <laughs> like the, that car. Just like Richard has this like pristine car that he loves, and it's like. It's his whole being, and it just gets annihilated through the course of the door. Yeah. Richard, what'd, what'd you, you do? do? Throw some peanuts at the kids. <laughs> I like like that whole the, the plane bit where he's got the fucking like. If you don't know how to buckle a seatbelt, Tommy's gonna come by and take you with a tack hammer because you are a retard. <laughs> or he's like, like, which one thing I really noticed for these '90s comedies is there's a lot of airport scenes that would never fly in post 9/11. Like, oh, good in point. In Tommy Boy, yeah. they, just, like, they just like they just like smuggle their way onto an airplane and run the airplane for. Or Lloyd Christmas running out of the tarmac. Runs, yeah. He runs right off, off the jetway jet again. Again, by the way, not even that. It's no. okay. I'm a limo driver. It's okay. I'm a limo driver. That would never even work into a movie these days. It just wouldn't ah, happen. That's true. I did not think of that. Are um, any movies nowadays, by the way, quotable the way that these were, or is it just because we were Superman? Superman's like the last. I feel like far between, but like the majority of comedies now, do they? They have great lines like this. Man was 2002. I know, so long ago. Well, well, I think to your point, though, I think 90s comedies were allowed to be more silly 
and I don't think people took it people, as serious. So think about this though, like people people were less sensitive, so you could like find you you had more leeway with finding the line. Like everyone yeah. was complaining about. There's a lot more gay jokes. Well, think in about movies. Yeah, fat jokes. I think some like things, some things have changed for the better. But like if you think like like the the big narrative after the Super Bowl was like there was no funny Super Bowl commercials. Well, the reason was because everyone's so fucking sensitive that right. damn it, if I'm gonna spend fifty million dollars on an ad that could offend one person. Person and blow up my entire yeah. marketing campaign. People are just afraid to like like people are so sensitive right now that I, I don't want to be super political, but no, that totally it's right. harder to like find these these wackier out there moments, right? Yeah, like the, uh, again we're talking about Billy Madison. He's making fun of like you know a chubbier kid that stutters. Like nowadays people just fucking so like, lose way their mind. too fucking yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god, you can't that movie we boycotted before it hit the theater. Right, it's yeah. like a lot well, of fat jokes, a lot of retard jokes, and a lot of gay <laughs> yeah. jokes. But some are funny. Which are funny for it's the record. Good, it's good that they curb some of those. <laughs> right, right. But like, it's geez, fine. But it's, it's a like happy, it's a happy something. medium. Yeah. Right. You lose a lot of comedy like over the years. Back know. to Tommy Boy. I also love a lot of people go to school for seven years. Yeah, they're called yeah. doctors. They're called doctors. <laughs> so many. And also, I can actually I hear you getting fatter. Father. That is Dude, that is the <laughs> Every single kid. In, in elementary school yeah. that didn't have air conditioning because we grew up and none of them did. Yeah, the fans and every yeah, single yeah, kid was going in front of those fans. You know what? You can fit a six pack of soap, a beer, a beer soda. soda in there. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, so many. Good I miss ones. it. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. Quit playing with your dingy. Anyway, uh, are you out of four? Nice. I think, I think nice. I'm out of four. Right. Uh, Jordan, bring us home. All right, so number one was Tell Me Boy. We covered that. I had Dumb and Dumber on the list. I had Big Lebowski on the list. Wow. I'm a little disappointed in Mr. Michael Hammond here, Mr. Uh, Alt-Comedy, because Wes Anderson's first film, Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket. So funny. Owen Wilson off the gate, right? Uh, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, and also Future Man, which is another Wilson brother who never actually really made it in the movies. He's in that one. That's he true. plays uh, Future Man, which they never actually explained why his name is Future Man in the movie. But for anybody who's a Wes Anderson fan or a dry humor kind of comedy fan, you have to see Bottle Rocket. It's sort of the uh, uh, the genesis for all the following yeah. movies. It's the so forgotten. Funny. I think it's the forgotten film for newer people who Definitely don't know. Definitely one we discovered later. It was like yeah. we discovered Wes Anderson movies and then went back and saw Bottle Rocket. Yeah. So it's not truly for me a '90s movie that I grew up with. But still, it was so funny to go back and see the first production that they put together. And uh, I think Owen Wilson's actually fucking hilarious in it. Yeah. So funny. Yeah, there's a doesn't have a ton of, Doesn't have a ton of quotability. There's a scene where uh, there are these like junky heist men. They're these like, it's like shitty heist guys. And, and the reason why it's called Bottle Rocket is because they kind of like make a lot of noise, but don't make any sort of impact or you know kind of like a bottle rocket does they, they, they make a lot of noise but like nothing really happens but they get a gun as part of their like heist and and they like all want to touch the gun and there's this scene where he's like like one of the guys is like just like, and Owen Wilson keeps going like stop touching the gun stop touching the gun and finally he's like you know what fuck it you're out and you're out and you know what I'm, not, I'm out of this plan. I'm not even sure if I'm He takes himself out of his own plan. Uh, and, and it's just kind of, yeah, this is like offbeat comedy. Uh, That's know. the thing about Wes Anderson movies, though, is they, they're never really quotable that much. Because yeah, that's true. The comedy always comes from these like little awkward interactions mm-hmm. and sort of the. It's very uh, circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but to your point also, though, I think 
the Wes Anderson movies now are much more stylized and like world building wise and that's just like his like writing humor mm-hmm. he's just like very it's very, right it's very awkward and it's engaging and you're like what's going on in this movie and you just laugh at like almost everything that's going on because it's very different which made it so fresh compared to the other movies that we're talking about because For we're sure. talking about these like outlandish SNL stars who are very physical comedians and Bottle Rocket was a little bit different from all of that and Wes Anderson's comedy is more like you said it's more based on the writing and sort of the little mm-hmm. the facial expressions and little like awkward moments so yeah or it, even just like the joke is like a camera pan or a focus on a specific prop or something like a lot of that is part built into the the style of the comedy there's a lot of jokes and funny moments throughout the movie but it almost the whole thing builds up to one final joke at the end which is that these guys been planning a a heist and they also have a 75 year plan which they have listed out (laughs) in a notebook and it turns out they don't actually have any fucking idea what they're doing and they go to do this heist and the whole thing Realizing this guy who can pick a lock. Yeah, and, he, and it's he, Pagoda. Yeah, it's yeah. Pagoda. Pagoda. I tap it, and I, I listen. And I listen. God, there's such a great And he can't do like it. And they go, that's because you never knew yeah, how. You never knew. <laughs> you know, I can't open it. Yeah, you, of course you don't know how. You never knew how to fucking open this safe. <laughs> you guys say, I don't know. <laughs> a super different kind of humor, right? It's yeah. really funny to watch that. You're like, oh, dude, this is... This is like a weird, like, uh, confused comedy, like, heist movie. Mm-hmm. My favorite line from that movie is when... So, the, the movie starts out with Luke Wilson breaking out of a voluntary uh, mental uh, right. uh, uh, yeah. institution or whatever. He's like, so, yeah. he's just doing it for, like, a favor to Owen Wilson. Um, but they ask him, like, why'd you go crazy? And he says... He was, like, dating a girl or something, and she asked him if he wanted to go water skiing. And he said, at that moment, not only did I realize I didn't want to go water skiing i didn't want to do any uh water sports related activities ever again <laughs> in my life or talk to these people ever again <laughs> that, that just so kills funny. me yeah it's, it's just hilarious not uh, only did i not want to do that anything i'm related in my life I'm... all right so my list i i i had a only one crossover so i have a, a decent amount to talk to the first one i started with was i, I had to think 90s when I think 90s comedy Jim Carrey is the icon that I pull from so I went with probably the most popular Jim Carrey when I think about a Mount Rushmore but Ace Ventura Pet Detective of course, of course. It, I just remember seeing it as a kid and my dad took me to see it but you know I was like prancing around the, the, the grocery store afterwards like when he was like sneaking around but alrighty then might be yeah. the most quotable thing yeah. in the world uh, I Laces think, Out Dan Laces Out Dan um, even just now now when I rewatch it can I ask you a question can I I don't even laugh at the butt stuff I laugh so hard it's still funny stuff. Dan Marino can die of gonorrhea and rot in hell yeah uh, <laughs> Dan Marino's in that movie which is actually really funny but I think about one of my favorite moments is at the top of the movie I always love these like odd bits but he's like coming home he's trying to sneak past his landlord so he doesn't have to pay rent and so he picks up this this piece of a of a tropical a palm leaf leaf, and he like walks by and then he dumps it on this pile of like 30 palm leaves he's been like sneaking in for a month and he goes to his door and Mr. Shickadance comes up behind him and he goes 
Ventura. And he goes, yes, Satan? <laughs> oh, Mr. Shikadance, I thought you were someone else. And it was just, it like, as just watching it, like, I, like, made a new discovery. It's like, oh, my God, that's my favorite part of this movie. Did it take me as long as it took you to understand that when he shakes his keys... It's letting it's the animals to tell the know. animals to go yeah, hide. To hide. It took me a long time to realize that was like, going on. I thought he was just trained them all, like, when I shake the like, keys. Because Jim Carrey, but, like... What's yes. all this pet food in here? Fiber. Fiber. <laughs> I hear him in there scratching around. Yeah. But just, there's always these, like, little, there's these little bits, like, when he's going, he, he's going to get the intel on the guy who he thinks, um, is, is, the is was, yeah, the wailing guy, and it's like, he, like, knocks at the door of this, this underground rock show, and he's like, uh, password, New England clam chowder, is that is the, the red, red or, or the, the white? white? Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's like, it's just stupid. <laughs> uh, do Wait. not go in there, woo! The, uh, just just a lot of the I just it's fucking like and I think about like iconic 90s movies that when we're talking about like shaping my tastes in comedy and like inspiring me to to get up in front of people and act like a goof it's it's nostalgic for me it's probably not the greatest to my 30 year old self but I have to throw love to Ace Jim Ventura Jim Carrey at his most rubbery just and like letting yeah. Jim Carrey yeah. do yeah. whatever blown do out hair yeah. just him being so him doing, him seven years sure. like saying Dolphin him yeah. doing the football scene blue oh. for two blue for oh, two, like two huh? 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 oh that whole scene well, what, is fantastic oh, him doing well, in, in, in reverse in reverse yeah. right. no let's see that one in it's no more replay it is the replay Part of me feels like, in hindsight, I don't know why we thought that was funny, but it was so fucking funny. It's, just right. it's, it's great for similar. a 12-year-old kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing it's for, it's like, a... It's similar to the liar, liar, the speed speaking thing. Yeah. Him doing a scene in reverse is hard. Not many people can do that, and as a comedian, that's impressive. Yeah. But, it's just funny. It's off the yeah. wall. Like, he was he was very bold with, with his choices, and, and even just, like... Doing the bit where he's, like, searching the, the fish tank, and he's, you know, he's doing, like... William Shatner impressions and it's like I just gotta do it Captain I don't have the bear he's like doing all the Star Trek bullshit and it's 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 really fucking goofy uh I don't know I, the, the the swinging door oh yeah, yeah soundproof door double playing soundproof grass uh, I, I don't know I, I I just it's it's got a special place in my heart yeah it's so. the same thing though Bob too it's like it's a really funny idea. There's a guy in, like who's looking specializes to figure in pets. out like pets and like yeah. crimes and like lost pets. That's, that's really funny. Like who would ever the police department do that? hates him, but he's yeah. actually the greatest he's the detective. Smartest. He's the best yeah. detective in Miami. When he right. steps, when he yeah. steps on the cockroach. Yeah. Well, first I develop a motive. In this case, the assailant saw the size of the victim's dick <laughs> and became insanely <laughs> jealous. <laughs> and then I lose thirty pounds. Pork in his life. <laughs> so good. That's all. That so good. isn't that is that the same scene where they're where they're doing the sliding glass or is that a different? That's scene? later. After he, uh, yeah, he comes and shows them up. That's again. like in the police station. Yeah. Right? He does that. He reverses that one too. Actually, yeah. he does. Yeah, he's, yeah. It's so good. It's so um, but yeah, great, great comedy. Uh, pretty decently quoted. Alrighty then, man. You forget yeah. about that's one of those quotable things of the time. So um, I also my next one was Tommy Boy. So we already checked that box. My third one. Throwing love to Bill Murray in what I consider his peak uh, is What About Bob? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah oh, I think it was like Groundhog's Day, but yeah. Oh, I should rewatch that. Is this corn handshuck? Is this corn handshuck? I use that corn. Mm, 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 mm. Watching, and this is actually, it's it's amazing Bill Murray, but watching Richard Dreyfuss slowly go insane, because that movie's so great, because it's like, Bob slowly, Bob Wiley slowly starts to gain sanity through the course of that movie, and um, His therapist Richard Dreyfuss slowly loses, yeah. loses sanity. But there's, oh God, there's this great moment at the beginning of the scene where he's on his way and it's like, I feel good, I feel great, I feel wonderful. And he's walking beautiful. through the seats in New York beautiful. and then this insane man walks past him with Tourette's going, shit, piss, motherfucker, cocksucker, motherfucker. <laughs> and he just like slowly, because I feel good, I feel great, I feel wonderful. And it gets like more, all of his dry Bill Murray-isms. Oh, yeah. I'm sailing. Uh, I'm sailing. I'm a I sailor. sailed. I'm a sailor. <laughs> I sailed. I'm Gil. sailing. But they've got him like strapped to that mast. He's got a he's got a life vest on. He's like, I'm sailing, I'm sailing. Oh, he like sits down, mashed potatoes and gravy, Diane. Mashed potatoes and gravy, baby steps. He's an underrated. Oh, we were talking about like the Goliaths of comedy of the '90s. Didn't Bill Murray have that? Scrooged, I think, was in the '90s. Groundhog's and so Groundhog's was Groundhog Day. Groundhog's Day. Like Day. those are yeah, that's three one of my, hysterical that's movies. That's one of my yeah. Yeah. Well, and he was big in the 80s, though, too. So. Yeah, yeah, he has more longevity. He has more longevity, but, like, yeah. dude, he hit some home runs in the 90s that he maybe doesn't get, like, as much yeah. credit for as he should. I don't know. Groundhog's Day, I just, is obviously a classic, but I don't put that into, like, peak comedy of the 90s for me. I just it laugh harder a lot about that. I agree. The idea of then, 90s comedies. I think yeah, there's, like, Groundhog's an identity around 90s comedies, and Groundhog's Day is. Groundhog's Day is probably a better movie. I was yeah, gonna I say, the idea harder. is really funny. Yeah. There's way more like romantic comedy in Groundhog's Day, but What About Bob is just like straight yeah, for laugh sure. riot to me. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and, and Richard Dreyfuss is really what punches it up. But the idea of getting like a repeated chance every day that like a girl you want to date and like trying to like figure that out is like really actually funny. And blowing it every time. Yeah, and just way. like being like, oh, I blew that. Okay, next day. Like that's like that and then how he just like can do whatever he wants. That scene when he's in the diner and he's just like yeah. eating cake and like, <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes. He just, it's really funny. Yeah. Like have like one day of your life to die. That's a really funny it's also You've never thanked me. We fantasize about it. You never thanked me, that little kid. Yeah. Every time he catches him, you Every never thanked me. He falls out of the tree. Yeah. <laughs> so I had What About Bob next. Um, and then finally, my fourth one was, was Wayne's World. Mm. Party time. time! Excellent! Just really, like, super... There's there's a billion quotable songs, but just... Or quotable moments in that movie, but... Uh, I, I, I just... I'm a big Mike Myers fan, and I was kind of, like, doing the coin flip between... Because I, I thought about, like, my heroes and, and icons, and, and just, like, faces I would see on Mount Rushmore, and Mike Myers between that and Austin Powers. Yeah. I was trying to figure which one but Who I married just, an axe murder yeah another well, Sha Wang oh or monkeys might fly out of my butt uh, just I really, always really confuse Wayne's World and, and you also world get too, you also that? get uh, sorry you also get Chris Farley in both of Wayne's yeah. World and Wayne's <laughs> yeah. yeah he's a roadie guy like the like security mm-hmm. guard you get a lot of great is the gun rack Wayne's World or Wayne's World 2 yeah if it's a severed head I'm gonna be really I don't know I don't know to necessitate a gun rack uh oh I made eye contact is it, um, and then you've got then you've got Ed O'Neill as the weird donut shop guy, and it's like <laughs> black like a guy's heart when you murder him. And it's like, dude, no, you're not supposed to be talking to the camera. Dude, yeah, get away from the, the camera. Wall. They break yeah. the fourth wall, yeah. which is really clever. Uh-huh. Didn't Wayne's World also catapult 
Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, back, so, to number, yeah. back to number one. And Remy Malek yeah. can thank his Oscar uh, well, that's to they Mike had, Myers for They had them introduced yeah. at the Oscars. Yeah. They had uh, Lane and Garth, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers come out. Uh, but yeah, just... Uh, is this a shitty Beatles? They suck. Well, the name of the uh, just, uh, I, I just, I've always loved that movie, and um, you know, definitely a shout out to Austin Powers. Uh, but I, uh, I had to put uh, Wayne's World on there. Um, I guess I'll, if I, if you guys don't mind, I'll start the shout outs in terms of. So we, shout outs are very important for this podcast. The one that I'll say is. Half baked. <laughs> that was, that was your shout out. I was All right, go ahead. Put... You own it then. You fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> but um, Dave Chappelle. She has sex with my mama. What? <laughs> Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. So what's I, up, scientist? So I I paid two ninety nine for that movie on Amazon, <laughs> and I I, I rewatched like the first hour, hour and like ten minutes. Yeah. And. That movie is so stupid. The yeah. idea of that movie is so silly and dumb. It's peak Dave Chappelle. That's when Chappelle was like... That's not peak Dave Chappelle. Dude, that was like his first it's thing ever. Part. Did that make Jim Brewer's career, or did Jim Brewer make a career off being the stoner in that movie? Because yes, he's the same fucking made. guy now yeah. that he was in that he's movie. He's still sure. some. But, 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 that, but Chappelle <laughs> in that movie has the most... Man. Like, that movie Chappelle's movie. We didn't know who Dave Chappelle was during that. I, I got did. some booty. I got, got some booty. Can it's we American. say we have we have some comedies so far that have the best uh, cameos so far? Can we say that John Stewart had the worst comedic cameo in history? Red team go, red team go, red team go. You see the guy hiding in the bushes there? Oh, red team go. Yeah. He even makes fun of himself, <laughs> or he used to when he was on the Daily Show. He would consistently make fun of himself for that cameo. The Daily Show was a good career choice. For yeah, Stewart. Right. He was good. for sure. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, that, so, yeah, so was... yeah, I I think uh, sweet sweet Chiba. It's oh god. It's, just man, the guy in the couch and like it's just it's, it's Stephen Wright, isn't it? Like the famous yeah, comedian on the, the couch. couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Mr. Nice Guy. But again, I like, want to talk to Samson. 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 He plays Samson. Yeah. yeah, he's got like he's that gold Bitch. teeth. It's his. You know what I want? Yeah, again, it's hilarious. So, uh, so, so good. good, so good. So that that, that would be, uh, I guess, for me and Michael sure, shouting out. Sure. Uh, yeah, Colin, are you shouting out anything? God, there's, there's, there's so, so many. many. It was so hard to go through. So I'll try and fly through some, but I'll start with a director instead of one movie because it and encapsulates a bunch. In the '90s, Kevin Smith was huge. Okay, Clerks, Mallrats, Clerks, Chasing, Chasing Amy. Amy. For me, Mallrats was always my I favorite. Thought you I, know, say Mall Rats. I know. I thought Clerks. that was gonna be in your top I know, four. I, know. I, I thought it was going. Mallrats and Jason Lee. It's it's one of my absolute favorites. But it just down. like it was another one of those movies that I got into later. So I just felt like I felt guilty putting it in. But Mallrats, Ben Affleck, great cameo. He's so he's hilarious in that movie. Anything Kevin Smith did in the nineties was fantastic. Um, a little kind of a. Off the wall, my cousin Vinny. Mm, okay. One of my favorite comedies. It's not super quotable. Pesci. Yeah, Pesci's so good. Marissa Tomei won the Oscar for her ever. Really, probably really funny. Debated, probably the most fraudulent Oscar of all time. I mean, she's, fine. Fine. she's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's debatable. I think least. that might also be one that like my dad always loved, and we always watched that growing up when I was okay. younger. And it was just like our. It's thing. a dad movie. Kelly Shea's um, got a stand on it. Kelly Shea approval. Uh, we we talk about the Fairly Brothers. We didn't talk about there's something about Mary. So funny. It's yeah. such that that's a that was really hard for me to leave out of my four. But again, I'm not sure I was huge on it in Mary? the '90s. Seen, I'm looking for um, 
You said Another, Austin. Another you said Austin jokes. Powers. Uh, <laughs> I know I mentioned him earlier, and I felt I felt bad including this one because technically it's an action comedy, and I was kind of leaning towards like true authentic comedies, but True Lies. Oh, is nice. True Lies is pretty and, fantastic. Uh, it's called Ice, and it gets a little slick. Um, Bill Paxton <laughs> as the fake CIA agent against the real CIA agent is when he pisses his pants. Yeah. When a real CIA agent pisses pants, like when he's holding them yeah. over the edge of the building. Great scene. That whole, it's a James Cameron movie. It's well written, well directed. It's that is a funny movie. I laughed the whole way through that. Kingpin. We didn't talk about Kingpin. Oh, Woody Harrelson. That Bill has, Murray again. That has yeah. lived on again. Yeah, Bill Murray again. Also, Him for his big, big yeah. when his hair yeah. flapped yeah. over, he just holds the ball up so like that's such like an iconic moment. That's very good. And you munsoned it like you munsoned it as part. That was like a phrase. In pop culture forever, yeah. you munsoned it. You know also, what I mean? Farley Brothers. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, the Farley Brothers. Farley. South Farley Park, Farley. bigger, longer, uncut. Yeah. What year was that? Is great. I mean, that was, that was like, like a ninety-nine. 99. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, I have one more underrated one. That's if you guys amazing. don't mind, it's not quotable, but it's really, really funny. I think all the way through. Life. Okay. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy and, and Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. It's actually a really funny movie about people who are falsely imprisoned. Yeah. But like, it's really, really funny. Okay. All right. Cool. I've got two big ones on my list. I think we're missing. Bring it on. Office Space. Office Space. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Naga, yeah. Naga, Naga, Naga. Work work here. Here. I think if you look back, that's the way you look back now. What would you it's, say? It's a oh, hundred so times funnier because we've worked in offices where it right. makes it that much better. That movie that's, is That's almost so a movie portable. where they knew they weren't going to make any money. There's no way they were going to get like a lot of box <laughs> office traffic, but they were like, this is going to live on forever. And then he so goes and does Silicon Valley, and it's like a modern day office yeah. space, and they're both just going I'm going to show you my O face. I'll, yeah. I'll get lumber. Why does it yeah. say Paper Jam when there is no Paper Jam? What is it that you say? What is it that you, you say? You do, do here. I'm a people person. I'm good at dealing with people. Yeah. That's God, working one. in an office, it's so much more relevant. Right. That movie is similar to The Big Lebowski, where every single person who comes on screen is funny. Yeah, the Bobs are funny. Every supporting worker in the office is funny. Even Jennifer Aniston has her moments. Like that is the flair. The flair. Five hundred pieces the of flair. If you yeah. want the minimum to be fifty pieces of flair, <laughs> make the minimum fifty pieces of flair. Uh, I've also worked at Applebee's. And at an office, so it's like a double. Like I, I understand <laughs> how terrible so both of those those <laughs> environments are. Ah, so uh, good. That's Mike Judge playing the guy who runs Shenanigans, right? Isn't that where? Oh no, no, she works at. Uh, uh, like TGA Friday. No, it's uh, with the name of the place. Yeah, I don't know. There's um, one of them. I think Shenanigans too, but uh, but Mike Judge is the guy who runs it, and he's like, yeah. If you want to do the bare minimum, then that's what you want. But if you want to express, you want to express yourself, right? Like that's. <laughs> Uh, when, they, when they beat the shit out of the paper, the copy machine, yeah. it, that's one of the another one of those like iconic comedy scenes. With the, or it like opens that, up with that, like that song playing in the background. Yeah, yeah he, he's bare fisting a printer, just <laughs> yeah. like and then like pull him back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pull him back. Yeah. But like he's like rapping Tupac, and he's yeah. like in his car, and, and he's like he, he's yeah. like she's a black guy, and like rolls the window. That's a scene, by the way, really in my, in everyday life. Like if you're stuck in traffic and you <laughs> see a person walking at a better pace than you stuck in traffic, I right. always think of Office Space. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And then, or even feet. just like, hey, you ever think about changing your name to Mike instead of Michael Bolton? Why should I change my name? He's, He's the, the one, one who sucks. Or how about my Halloween costume that one year in college? The jump to conclusions, Matt? Yeah, the jump it's to conclusions, Matt. With conclusions on it that you, you can, can jump, jump to. Like, oh, God. <laughs> with the couch yeah. in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comes through and then 
pulls out and gets annihilated. <laughs> and he's like stuck in like a, like a weird, like he's like stuck frozen. Yeah. But he like has this huge payout, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's a good thing. A good and thing. Lumberg is an absolute iconic oh, character, yeah. right? Like how many times have everybody said, yeah, yeah. that would be I'm great. Gonna need to do right? I mean, that, that's like probably the most quoted line of that. This yeah, guy's yeah. got upper management written all <laughs> How much time would you say yeah, you spend on these TPS reports? Oh, so good. So good. So that was one we were missing. The other big one I think we're missing is Friday. Oh, oh my I ain't got no money. Ain't you got just no got fuck out. Ain't got <laughs> shit new. Yeah. Didn't that coin? Didn't that coin buy Felicia? Bye, yeah, Felicia. Yeah, that's, that's Friday. Still Bye, used Felicia. every day. Yeah, they make fucking Bye, coffee Felicia. mugs right now. Ice so. Cube and Chris Tucker. Man, Chris Tucker is fucking hilarious in that movie. So, uh, I just have a couple more drive-bys just to make sure we're cleaning everything up. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Best Thanksgiving movie ever. Planes, Trains, Automobiles. John Super Candy, funny. man. That's John good. Candy. I like also, that. Also, some good heart in that's it. That's an underrated Christmas movie. Uh, Mrs. Or... Doubtfire. Yeah, we missed, we missed Robin Williams altogether. Yeah, yeah Robin Williams. We didn't show Hook? Robin Williams any love. Hook, really good, Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, and then Sandlot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, killing so, me, Smalls. Killing me, Fucking smalls. kill it. All the listeners are listening and saying, yeah. fucking killing me, Smalls. Someone, someone waited for an hour and 11 minutes to hear, to, to hear yeah. Sandlot get, get, its, get its love. So uh, those would be just some, some extra cleaning up. So, But uh, very funny movies and, and just a great time. Yeah. Any any final thoughts just as we're getting out of here? I'm only going to speak out of my butt for the rest of the weekend. Here we go. Cool. <laughs> Do you want some Banaka? Oh, Jim Carrey, Banaka with that, and Banaka and Dumb and Dumb are never getting in this month. Ah. Dual Banaka. Guy has a lot of Banaka bits. I think this episode was fascinating. Banaka is a all... fucking fascinating callback, we... by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that from. There you go. That's no 90s that. callback. Yeah, that's yeah. 90s. Yeah, go ahead. We all approach these differently. I think we all walked into this like, how do I define what makes the best 90s comedies? And I think that's like the interesting thing, walking into these Rushmores that we're going to do moving on, Mm -hmm. is like how each individual personality approaches it, and how we almost like outthink one another. What's your criteria? What's your criteria? But you also, you know, you, you always have the fallback of the shout-outs, which makes it just feel a little That's true. So there's, there's a little bit of a safety net. I'm fascinated to see what you see in the comments. Yeah. What we forgot. Because there's going to be a bunch that we forgot. Let us know what we forgot, guys. And uh, just to remind you guys one more time, like and subscribe, and you know, someone will send you a, a nude photo if you win the competition. So thanks, everybody, for joining. Thank you guys for listening. And until the next time, I'm going to play you guys out with some wedding singer and some, it all was bullshit, little Adam Sandler. Thanks, guys. Bye. See ya. When we kiss, I know you need me too. I can't believe I found a love that's so pure and true. But it all was bullshit. what you've done to me I lay in bed all day long feeling melancholy you left me here all alone tears running constantly oh somebody kill me please
losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs>